Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. I haven't talked much Bruins today. We're going to rectify that right now by welcoming from NBC for our weekly chat about the Boston Bruins and the rest of the National Hockey League on the AT&T Hotline, Pierre McGuire. Pierre, missed you on Thanksgiving last week. How are you? Good to visit with you, Tim. Hello, Christian. Hello, Lou. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? All right, so we missed our conversation last week, and some people might have missed some of the late games this week going on with the Boston Bruins. What they haven't missed are goals. There have been very few of them for the Bruins What's the biggest reason why you think they're not scoring? Is it just injury-related, or is it something bigger than that? Oh, I think it's injury-related. A lot of this stuff is injury-related. I did the St. Louis Blues-Chicago Blackhawks game last night, and everybody in the West is talking about the same things, and those are two of the upper echelon teams in the West. When you have just tiny injuries in the West, you're in trouble. When you have massive amounts of injuries, you're in huge trouble. Um and so part of the problem is, I think, for Boston, more than anything else, they're playing against real good teams. They're out west, and uh, they don't have 100% of their lineup. So I wouldn't panic too much. This is part of the peak and valley that happens over the course of an 82-game schedule. Yeah, one thing, Pierre, that Claude has been talking about quite a bit is they're not drawing penalties, that they have the mm-hmm. fewest amount of power play opportunities in the league. Is that politicking, or uh, is there something to that? Are they not getting the calls that they should be getting? Or they're not doing enough grinding to get people. I was going to get to that too. Yeah. Yeah, um, and and so I think part of what he's alluding to is maybe they need to be a little bit more forceful when they get to the opposition net. Another thing he's probably talking about is uh, they're not getting a lot of breaks. For years, the Bruins didn't get a lot of breaks. I mean, and most people that watch the league on an everyday basis know that they're considered a hard-edged team. Uh, they play with a real nasty streak in a good way, not a bad way. If you were coaching them, you'd be really happy with that. But uh, they're not always going to get a ton of breaks. That's just the way they are. They've always been like that. You know, Pierre, I know the Bruins are out on the West Coast. Um, Peter Shrella did not join them. You know, on Tuesday night, he was watching the Sabres-Lightning game. On Wednesday night, he was at the mm-hmm. Blackhawks-Blues game. And when you see a general yep. manager sort of traveling around, I know he loves hockey, but, you know, he's probably out there. We all know what he's doing. Is that a sign that something is, is coming soon, or do you think that's a sign of he's just sort of laying the groundwork for a couple of months away? No, I, I can't. Nobody can predict that, but I would say this to you, Lou. Um, it's really important to have a, a very real knowledge base of every team's roster, and not just from TV, but live as well. Um, I was at that game last night in Chicago, between St. Louis and Chicago, I think St. Louis is probably looking to maybe do a little tweaking with their team. Uh, I don't think Chicago really wants to do a lot of tweaking with their team. Uh, one of their key players that a lot of people have speculated is going to be traded is Patrick Sharp. He's injured. He's not even playing right now. So I wouldn't read too much into a general manager being out on the road scouting. It happens around the league. Uh, if it's in your city, then you get all excited if you're a fan or you're a member of the media. You say, oh, they're looking to make a big deal. That's not always the case. What, what tweaks on, on St. Louis could possibly be a fit with the Bruins sort of looking for that winger, goal score, whatever it might be? Yeah, I, that's the thing. I mean, it's a scoring presence. I, I don't know what the fit would be because I, I know St. Louis right now is really focusing in on getting Marty Brodeur into their lineup tonight. Uh, again, talking to the players around the Blues yesterday, 
that was one of the things they were really excited about. Not that they're doubting the goalies they have now, but David Backus told me on television last night, it's just a different kind of atmosphere around their team ever since Berger came into camp last week and obviously signed on Tuesday and backed up last night and will play tonight in Nashville. So they're excited as a group because it's really, he's a Hall of Fame player. They've never had anybody like that since most of the St. Louis Blues players have been there in terms of the goalie position. Hey, so you talked about tweaking things around, you know, obviously, you know, back-to-back games, West Coast, playing without your best players. Would they would they try, would the Bruins try different lineups since just to try and get a, a different feel for other guys or, is, is, or other guys' positions in jeopardy based on the way they've been playing? Or are they just basically doing, you know, kind of talking what the Patriots were talking about and the fans were talking about this week? Like this was a – even though they lost those games, they were moral victories. Well, Christian, you know from being a pro athlete, you can say they're moral victories. They're really no moral victories. It's about the two points in the standings or the win or the loss uh, if you're in the NFL. So as much as guys want to focus on the moral victories, they're no moral victories. You still went out there. You still got hurt. You still got hit. You still made plays. Um, but if you lose, you lost, and that's just the reality of it, and you move on to the next city. Um, I, I like the way you brought that up, though, because quite frankly, I think the Bruins are – uh, still one of the better teams in the league. I, I flew to Minnesota very early this morning from Chicago. I'm at the airport in Minnesota right now. I'm flying back to New York. And I came here to do an interview with a few of the members of the Minnesota Wild. And it's amazing how they perceive the Bruins compared to some of the people in Boston. They perceive the Bruins as a very real contender for the Cup. They know they're playing them in about 10 days. Uh, I think on the 18th of uh, December, if I remember correctly. And, and they that, that's one of the things they were talking about is one of the sleeping giants in the league right now is Boston, and a lot of it is injury-driven. So, you know, your point of it was well taken about moral victories and all that, but I, there are no moral victories in, in pro hockey anyways. Peter McGuire with us from NBC, Middays with MFB, talking Bruins and the NHL with him as always here at 1 o'clock on Thursdays. Pierre, what about Seth Griffith? Should he be playing more since they are struggling to score? That's hard to say. I wish I was around their team more often at practice in particular. I wish I could give you an answer on that. The team, you know, when you're not around the team all the time and you're watching from afar, it's hard to really say whether a guy should be playing more or not. Um, but I, again, in a lot of times I judge it based on what I see in practice. I, I'll give you a case in point. Then yesterday I was at Chicago's practice mm-hmm. and I'm watching, um, Brad Richards. I'm watching Patrick Kane and I'm watching, uh, Christopher Stieg. And I'm saying to Mike Emmerich, Doc Emmerich at the time, these guys are dominating. These guys could be huge tonight. You, you get a sense. They go out and just shredded St. Louis last night. That, that line. But you saw it in the morning. So uh, it's hard for me to say, well, Seth Griffith should be playing more because Boston has scored. I don't know. How's he been practicing? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. All right, Pierre, thanks a lot for joining us. Before we let you go, we have to ask you the uh, non-hockey-related question since you're a former uh, Golden Spikes winner. This is going to be baseball-related here. Which team walks away signing John Lester? (laughs) Wow, that's a good one. (laughs) We always have to ask you a baseball or a football-related question because of your days at Hobart. the two biggest cities, one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast. Pick one of them. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't tell you. Lou would know better than I. I'm not plugged into any baseball people. Lou, who's signing them? Pierre, say the Dodgers, and you got a pretty good shot. Dodgers. I'm Dodgers. Dodgers. Okay, <laughs> you're on the record. Thanks a lot, Pierre. Appreciate the time. Take care, boys. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Take All right, care, Pierre buddy. McGuire here on 93.7 WEEI. And as always, we have to give him either a football or baseball-related question since he was 
He was everything. He did everything. When he was attending Harvard. Or sorry, Hobart, rather, not Hobart. 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 <laughs> Hobart. <laughs> kind of the same. I mean, Alex Spear went to Hobart. 